0: Hi there and welcome to today's episode. Today I'm going to talk about Christmas and and the thing that always seems to come to mind with Christmas ironically is presents and cooking, food, entertaining, all of these things. And all of these things are pretty expensive, especially because we're all doing these things at the same time, which means retailers who have been also struggling for the last few years are going to attempt to capitalize on it, which you you can understand that. But at the same time, it creates a lot of financial stress um, the idea behind what this all is. So today's episode is designed to to help give you some ideas um, of how to minimise the costs and um, make it a much more relaxing, enjoyable Christmas. So let's um, let's get into it. Welcome to Money with Alpha, where I share simple tips for how to make, save and invest money while also connecting your values with your lifestyle so you can achieve the life you really want. You will also hear interviews from real people as they share the ups and downs of their money journey. After all, we are all on a journey, and what better way to learn about money than to hear what hasn't and has worked? All right, so we will start talking about like the, the gift side of it um, before I get into the food side of it. So we'll kind of put it on two different two well, two different groups, um, and there's five main main ways that that I see is possible to still have the the joy of gift giving and receiving without it breaking in the bank because the last thing that you want is to come January with your great New Year's resolutions and I'm sure there's probably going to be some financial revolu- uh, re- revolution. <laughs> Oh, revolutions, there we go. Resolutions. Wow, that that's a word I've struggled with today. Uh, revolutions, kind of, um, it's Freudian slip, I suppose. But anyway, so with New Year's resolutions around money, and then comes the credit card bill from Christmas, and you're like, oh, damn it, I'm one year, one month into the year, and I'm already behind on the things that I want to. So to try and alleviate or avoid that altogether, um, we'll look at the five different things that I, I think can be possible. The other aspect of it is is planning already then for next year and having a gift fund kind of built into it because there's still birthdays throughout the year as well. So it's if, if you struggle with that and you've got a lot of people to buy for during the year, it might even be worth carving off a certain portion of your income each month into a gift giving fund. Even so, though, I don't, yeah, I try not to go overboard with that either because some of the gifts I, I hear, you know, even like hundreds of dollars on on like entertainment systems for, for children even. And I'm like, oh my God, that's that's a lot because it also then creates this artificial kind of expectation that that's just what gift giving is. It, it creates also the pressure that's got to be some big expensive thing and that's the way you show you love somebody and that's not it at all. Um, it's, you know, we're trying to strip this back to basics and, and remember that, that Christmas and gifts are all about, there is a joy of giving and a joy of receiving, but it's about making sure that we have quality relationships and we spend time with the people that we love, um, and quality time at that too. So that's, that's what we'll remember more than the gift that will eventually, either get given away, sold, or thrown away. Um, and even with kids, you look at them, quite often they're happy with the box. <laughs> I'm not suggesting you give your kids empty boxes, but it could be a like, fun little experiment. It's just wrap up an empty box and see what they do. They'll probably find it quite entertaining. Uh, that wasn't one of my five, though, just, just FYI. All right, so number one is making gifts. Now, there's the joy in the making as well, and then it's also – Somebody, you you, as a recipient of that, you're like, wow, this person put in all this effort to make something just for me, Um, and that's a really special thing. And you can make all sorts of things. It depends what you enjoy making. If you enjoy woodwork, you can do that. Um, Obviously, try not to make the you know inputs to the making too expensive either, because otherwise, it sort of it kind of negates a little bit of the the point. Um, Although the making is still nice in itself, but things like just on the weekend, for instance, we had a bit of Sunday was like a a bit of a making homemaking bee. Um, We had friends around. We turned it into a bit of a social occasion and we made bath bombs, which are pretty simple and easy to make. There's some good recipes around and they're just things that you'd often have around the house anyway, like bicarb, uh, bicarbonate soda, um, corn flour. Citric acid, you may or may not have. There's and then Epsom salts. Most of us will have that in our bathrooms. Um, and then you can ha- make sure you get some some good food grade coloring. Um, but then also like essential oils in there as well. And there's some other uh, uh, like coconut oil or some other sort of oil that you can use. But that's basically the ingredients for, for bath bombs. And then soaps is another one too. You know, There's a there's a really good soap supply shop here locally to where I live in Wynnum. and And it's lovely. There's lots of different bases that you can choose from because the whole saponification process, that is quite tricky. So I always buy a base and then just melt it down. And, um, and that you add again, your color to, and your scent, uh, essential oils to, um, and then, and the molds, which you can use again and again. Um, and it's really, really nice. And there you have lovely homemade gifts. Uh, we also did cookies. So there's a, there's traditional, um, Austrian cookies that my, 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 grandma, my grandma used to always make, and I've adapted the recipe slightly because there's certain things that were in them that I, I don't eat, but, um, they're they're basically almond shortbread (laughs) um and you can use vegan butter and you can use arrowroot instead of egg um but um ultimately it's it's you know there's there's different ways and different kind of cookies you don't have to make them you can make others um, but yeah, I've been putting them in these little cellophane bags and wrapping them up with ribbon, and and that's what a lot of my daughter's teachers will get, um, peers as well, friends. Where you know, and then and that's that's quite a it's quite a nice thing. And then it's also different because you're also sharing your culture if you've got something specific to your culture to share too. So making gifts, you could make books or anyway, all sorts of things. You could even put together little pots. You could take some some soil, some seeds from your garden. Um, And give somebody a plant or some little offshoots from, you know, if you've got succulents, they always make nice gifts too. Um, So just have a little think about that. Just get creative. And then, okay, so that's number one. And then number two is agreeing on a gift limit. So this is this is very much um, something that you can chat with about the family like amongst family and friends and you could even say look let's just buy presents for the kids like grown-ups don't get the, don't get presents but the children will get the gifts and even then we're going to limit it to say twenty dollars a kid and that is really possible to do I mean you can go on the sort of the the discount shopping sites um, and a lot of the, the the big stores are having sales at this time of year or you could even go into a nice little local toy shop We've got a nice one here again in Wynnum and just buy a couple of little different things, like even some pots of some pots of um, like Play-Doh or um, clay, some nice pencils or watercolors, things like that, that kids can then actually do something with. It's not just a plastic toy that they'll be interested in for five minutes and then discard. Um, so, yeah, so agreeing on it on a dollar limit um, per person would um, would also be good. Then number three is buying secondhand. Um, There's nothing to say that you've got to take it out of a shiny box, which, again, just goes into landfill. Um, And you can have some really nice gifts that you wouldn't necessarily be able to afford to buy new. Like I remember years ago, my daughter had seen um, a family friend had a Baby Bjorn doll. And I remember when I looked them up, I was astonished. The doll itself was, I think, like $70. And then comes all the accessories that you have to buy to go with it so that the doll is actually... Kind of usable. Um, I remember just going, "Oh my gosh!" So I looked, I looked online for a secondhand one, and for sixty dollars, I got two dolls and all of these accessories to go with it, and they they were still pretty new. And then when my daughter had finished playing with them, I resold them. So it's um, it's really and the kids don't care. It doesn't have to be absolutely swanky brand new. You could buy secondhand Lego. Um, you can do Duplo, like whatever it is. Um, there's a real market out there and with the the likes of facebook marketplace it's a lot easier there's local buy sell swap groups you never know what you can find on there Um, i had a friend i love puzzles and a friend picked me up for free a 3d um, puzzle of neuschwanstein which is a big like based on the disney castle in bavaria and um and yeah i was like wow that's awesome so you never know so check it out um i think secondhand is a way to go i i love secondhand stuff Next thing too is books. Um, books in of themselves are aren't too expensive in themselves plus they can also be quite meaningful there's some amazing books out there and I've got a stash of a few that I regularly give to to friends I'm like oh this is such a great book and then like so and so would that would they'd love that um oh this is a really good read this is a great trilogy I know somebody who loves historical fiction who loves to get their teeth sunk into characters and Ken Follett writes some really good trilogies so you know those those books make really nice gifts too um, and you can even get secondhand books. Again, near me here, there's a there's a really good secondhand book shop and you can pick up some really awesome books from there too. Um, and that also, you know, is something that someone can enjoy. on Chris, Over Christmas, they might have a little bit of extra time where they can actually sit and read. And so having a, a good book to sink their teeth into is actually, you know, a, like a real joy. <laughs> so I, I, I love books. And they're also a way to get you kind of thinking about or reading something that you may not have picked up yourself, but someone else who knows you has read it and loves it and thinks that you wouldn't love it as well and has shared it with you. So it's, it's, it's quite a thoughtful, a thoughtful gift. Um, and then of course, there's the concept. So this is number five of Secret Santa. Um, so rather than buying, say you've got a family of 10, rather than buying 10 gifts, one for everybody, you all just draw out of a hat and pick one. Because it does get really overwhelming. I remember it was probably about four years ago now that I, my daughter, she just got so many presents at Christmas and it was just too much. She didn't even want to open them all. And so we, like, it took a week to eventually get all of them. And even then it was just like, let's just open the thing. You know, let's just, let's just get rid of the the wrapping paper. And it was just, it wasn't, it wasn't joyful at all. So now I've sort of capped even the number of presents, like my husband and I, we give her two. Because she still has birthdays and birthdays are sort of special just to her, whereas Christmas is, is more about just getting people together and sharing food and, and gathering rather than just the presents. Um, and there's still advent calendars and there's still chocolates, so there's still always so much anyway. Um, and then I've, I've also like limited what my parents give my daughter as well, because then there's that too. And yeah, there's just so, the, the vo- it's not about volume. Um, so a secret Santa is another is another good one and you, you do it in workplaces all the time and it's it's actually kind of fun then you end up like oh who's gonna who am I gonna get who got me what are they gonna get me and, and um, yeah and you still put thought into it obviously but and the price point can can be you know you could save for that sort of thing you your know, 50 dollars limit and then you get to get something a little bit more decent but you're only doing one rather than fifty dollars per person and there's 10 of them so you know saving hundreds of dollars there so there there are just a few ideas to to think about with Christmas from a present perspective when it comes to food I love the concept of that I think they call it a potluck kind of thing where everybody brings a plate um and they and more often than not these days whenever someone comes around they're like oh what can I bring um And even just one person bringing one thing each just makes it a lot easier. It doesn't have to be complex things quite often. It's like, oh, just bring a salad or just bring bring a bottle of wine or, you know, just so everybody kind of contributes a little bit and then the host isn't left with a all the effort and be all the expense as well so just to to try and even if someone just bring oh I'll bring a platter of nibbles and someone's like oh I'll just I'll bring something sweet and you just kind of like divvy it up to make sure you know there's no duplication and it kind of all goes together um and that way it's it's just a lot easier and then people also feel nice because they're they're contributing and and you're know, sharing and you also get again that's the variety you get to try something else I discovered an awesome salad that friends Brought one time, I was like, "This is really good. I'm going to copy this recipe because I love it." Um, And it was just a potato salad, but the way she'd done the dressing was just fantastic. So she and I often share recipes because whenever we go to each other's houses, we all bring always bring something, and um, and it's really nice. You get to try something new. So that that's another way to just kind of share the the cost a bit. And then of course, there's going to to stores like Aldi or over to Costco um, and then sort of planning ahead. But of course, when you, you look at like the big hams and the turkeys and stuff like that, they're often quite expensive around this time of year. So if you can try and go a little bit, you know, a little bit off bait, um, then, then that tends to make it a little bit easier. I mean, I'm vegetarian, so my, my eating is, is actually quite inexpensive, <laughs> um, especially around this time of year. Um, but everyone else in my family and friend circle are meat eaters. So we always, we always prepare meat. Um, but yeah, so that's, that's just something else. And same with the alcohol, you can go onto, I mean, unfortunately we, we can't buy alcohol through Aldi or or Costco in Queensland where I live, but if you're in other States around Australia, or if there's places like that, you can get really decent bottles of wine for like $10. And then there's even wine clubs where you can buy like a carton for say $150 for a dozen. Um, you can get mixed dozens and that as well. Uh, and that's one way to try and bring the, the alcohol cost down. Um, you can make things like sangria we did that one year and that was that was really nice and you kind of mix up your own recipes as well and get the kids involved get them helping making stuff Um, you know you can make some cupcakes uh, making cookies or whatever it happens to be and then it becomes a shared family experience too um so yeah there's hopefully if those those ideas help. Um, and I think if, if we all try and normalize this where it doesn't have to be this, you know, like designer, um, you know, architecturally digested, you know, kind of planned out beautiful table, which you can still do, but you can mix and match with things that you already have rather than having to buy everything new every year. Um, but just a way to to help with um, keeping the costs down this Christmas, so you don't end up with that um, that horrible bill in, come January. And we're again going to talk about New Year's resolutions in another episode, and you can actually start to implement them in January rather than having to pay off Christmas from the year before. <laughs> anyway, I hope that um, that helps, and enjoy the festive season because it is it is fun and it is there's some magic to it, and find that rather than worry about the money side. So enjoy and I hope you have a wonderful time.